Next on BYU Sports Nation, BYU Baseball rediscovers its long-lost championship heritage. But what does a regular season title really mean? The head coach of the Tri-Champions, Mike Littlewood, joins us live to recap a weekend sweep and preview the conference tournament in Stockton. Plus, hashtag this, Kyle Collinsworth in Minnesota for an NBA pre-draft workout and a pro baseball job promotion. Let's go! This is BYU Sports Nation, brought to you by the BYU Store, simulcast on BYU-TV and BYU-Radio. Now, from Studio B, here's Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. BYU Sports Nation live in Radio Vision on a Monday, presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere, May 23rd, wherever and however you're dialed in. Great to have you with us. I am Spencer Linton, teamed up with... I forgot to button up. Now the top button done up, Jerem Jordan. Also, he uh, moonlights as an arm wrestling referee. Do I? I didn't know that. Normally, I just... The top button is like jersey on, right? Like, okay, time for the show. Time to musk up. You just time went into the up. game with your warm-up still on. I did. How, I'm so embarrassed. Let's start over. Can we start <laughs> this whole thing over? No? Okay. <laughs> so in all seriousness, I arm-wrestled Cosmo on Saturday night. This was We were filming a promotional spot for BYU Sports Nation at the baseball game. It was okay, a commercial. It was crazy. And Cosmo's there, and I, I can't remember who had the idea, but they're like, hey, arm-wrestle Cosmo. That on, is a bad idea. On the railing at the baseball game. And I, I'm pretty sure I pulled like 17 muscles in I think my you, right arm. I think we've scheduled Tommy John oh, for you. Oh yeah, you didn't know this. Yeah, you're gonna have strong. You're gonna be a better host after than before, though. Ask me who Tommy won John. though. Ask me who won that arm wrestling. Who won Spencer? Uh, competition? I did. I won. Cosmo can confirm that. Did Cosmo try 100? Oh! Um. <laughs> I don't know. He doesn't talk. He doesn't he d- talk. No. Nobody will ever know. It felt like he was trying really hard to me. Does Cosmo know sign language? This is a question. I've <laughs> it felt like he was trying really hard to me. Yeah. Cosmo <laughs> is the best mascot I've ever seen, by the way. Seriously. He's amazing. He was resisting a lot. I'll tell you that Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, how about this tweet in from at Ralph D. Russo AP. I love this. The national writer. Woke to my kid and her friend watching a show called Studio C on BYU TV. I've heard of it. If this doesn't get BYU into the Big 12, not sure what will. Studio C, you are only Thank hope. you. <laughs> Thank you, Scott Sterling. Yes, Scott Sterling <laughs> could get BYU into the Big 12. Can you imagine? If they said that, well, we, uh, the- we had to weigh all the options, and Scott Sterling just kind of pushed them over the edge. <laughs> like, yeah! <laughs> Here are today's BYU Sports Nation headlines, things that have actually happened. Baseball swept Santa Clara over the weekend to become regular season tri-champions of the West Coast Conference. Championship. Sharing it with Gonzaga and St. Mary's, the Batcats play Gonzaga Thursday in the opening round of the West Coast Conference tourney in Stockton, California, Thursday, 10 Eastern. We will have that live on BYU Radio. I don't really like sharing, especially with those two schools. BYU golfer Kendra Dalton advanced to, this, to singles play at the NCAA Championships in Eugene, Oregon today. She tees off three Eastern. BYU finished 24th as a team uh, in the championship. Top 25 finish. There you go. Congratulations. BYU softball beat Louisville 6-4 to over the weekend, but then lost to Nebraska about a couple of hours later, 2 to nothing, ending their season at the Columbia Regional. Great season to the ladies, and yes, I have now mastered Louisville. 
Congratulations. Softball, um, that team can blame Nebraska's motivation on Tanner Mangum and Mitch Matthews. <laughs> Brendan Sander and Jake Langlois are participating in the Pan-American Cup with USA Volleyball in Mexico City. Neither played in the Team USA win over Chile on Saturday. I tweeted uh, C-H-I-L-I on Saturday. USA faces the Dominican Republic today, 5 Eastern. Rise and shout on this Monday. It's time for What's Trending. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's what's trending on BYU Sports Nation. The rebirth of BYU baseball. Bases loaded, one out. Schneeman to right field. That should do it. The catch is made. Orge will tap from third, and BYU has walked it off to win 9-8. Sicka, sicka, slim Schneeman. Daniel Schneeman. I want you to say Schneebly. <laughs> Mr. Schneebly. He walked off BYU to a win on Friday night with that sacrifice fly. BYU baseball, by the way, number one in the entire country in sacrifice fly runs. So they know how to manage some runs. Sacrifices bring, bring forth the blessings of heaven, Spencer. And that brought forth a conference championship. If BYU doesn't win that game on Friday night, they trailed 8-6 to six going into the bottom of the ninth, they don't have a share of the conference title. They're the, they're the, they could have been the four seed. They needed to win the all seed. three games. How about that? Now, it's been a long time since the Cougars have been able to say such things as, we are conference champions, so let's have some fun with a statistic. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. BYU baseball won its first conference championship since 2001. What it's in the been world? 15 years. Are you serious? Luke Staley thinks that's been way too long. Reno Mahe played here in football the last time that BYU won a baseball conference. <laughs> Luke Staley and Reno Mahe were on the team, on the football what? team. Yeah. Yeah, pretty awesome. So congratulations to the baseball team for winning the West Coast Conference title. Now, we, now they beat Santa Clara Saturday. I went to that whole game. Great. It was awesome. Fantastic crowd. ESPNU was awesome. And then San Diego had to beat Gonzaga, and they did. And then St. Mary's uh, won yesterday. They swept Portland, so, which we expected. So they expected. were tri-champs. Yes. Yeah, tri-champs. First conference championship in any capacity for BYU in 15 years. And something that Jaron brought up this morning only two conference championships for BYU in 22 years. Tournament titles. Oh, tournament titles. Yeah. Okay. But still. Yeah. Like, that's They're nuts. hoping to make it three this weekend. That is nuts. BYU has a shot at 40 wins, and they haven't done that since when? Since Ty Demmer, 1990. <laughs> since the Heisman. <laughs> so so it's, it's regular season title, first time since the Doak Walker Award. Yes. And then it would be the first 40-win season since the Heisman Trophy. Now, now there's, this brings up a bigger point. You can define things by the year certain things happen at BYU. You're like, first time since the national championship. We all know what we're talking about. The Heisman, the Doke. We, we can, since the, since the Jimmer. By the. By like, the you don't have to say the memorable year. Awards. You can say the thing that happened, right? BYU seeking a first NCAA tournament appearance in 14 years. They were nationally ranked for several weeks this year for the first time since 1994. Point being, BYU baseball has done a bunch of stuff that they haven't done in a very long time. They are back! Regular season conference tri-champions after being picked to finish sixth in the preseason poll. Um, (laughs) Sixth! Amazing, right? Champions! Uh, Mike Littlewood had something interesting to say to us when he joined us last week. And we asked him, what does a regular season championship mean? And he said, "Uh, basically nothing. We were like, which is really interesting Whoa, because what? in men's basketball, it would mean a lot. 
So as I'm observing this going down on Saturday night, and I'm hearing players like, hey, did you hear about the Gonzaga-San Diego game? Like To me, I was like, okay, they, they do care about yes. this a little bit. Yes, here's, here's why it matters, which brings us to today's Twitter question, by the way. What, what does a regular season conference championship mean to BYU fans? To me, this matters because it's a trophy. You play to win championships. I know that there's a more meaningful championship at the end of this week, and then there's a more meaningful championship, the NCAA championship, after that. But you play to win your conference first. That's why football, the context of the football season, is hard to understand because there is no trophy at the end of the tunnel, not named the college football playoff, which is going to be hard for a non-Power 5 team to get into. So I say... It means something. I don't know. Wh- I don't exactly know what it means. Yeah, though. how do you quantify what it means? Yes, it means you won the conference championship and you were not even co. You were try, but you were good in the regular season. I think that should matter. Here's what bothers me: that these tournaments in men's basketball primarily uh, mean more than the other, the regular season tournament. Twenty-seven games, and then it comes down to three, uh, anywhere between three and five. That kind of bugs me. But that's a different topic. And that brings us to where BYU baseball sits in those three magical letters, Jerem. RPI! It's the Daily RPI Watch on BYU Sports Nation. I thought it was the end of a boxing round or something. (laughs) I was like, what just happened? (laughs) Conor McGregor fighting Floyd Mayweather Jr.? The BYU Cougars are 48 in the NCAA RPI, I believe there are 301 sanctioned Division I NCAA baseball teams. So to be in the top 50 there you go. is really good. Mike Littlewood feels like BYU needs to be right around 40 to feel safe mm. if they don't win the West Coast Conference Tournament and get that automatic bid. Now, now, this plays into this question, our Twitter question today. What does the regular season conference championship mean? It means that, to me, you're in a... Uh, probably going to be in a decent spot to get in that large bid. I think that BYU still is on the bubble right now, though. Mike Littlewood uh, told BYU Radio after the game to Brent Norton uh, that he thinks they need to be in the title game to be able to get in. So there's some work to do. At chat underscore F14 answering today's Twitter question of what does a regular season conference championship mean to BYU fans? It's proof the program is moving in the right direction, making BYU more attractive to better athletes, and it equals Christmas for fans. This is a big deal to the fans. Uh, it's more like the day after Thanksgiving. It's more like Black Friday. Like, it's cool, but it's not the thing. It's been a long time. So it I think been, it carries yeah. some added significance. I know uh, it's... No, for I, me, I, it does. I, don't, I don't think... Well, for me, it does. Okay, I don't think that BYU fans are celebrating the regular season championship that much. Are they not? Did you have you have you been paying attention to what they have been saying and tweeting and blowing up social media about? Yeah, listen. If BYU doesn't make the NCAA tournament, what value did this championship have? That's a totally different conversation. What we're asking right now is, what does it mean? Do you value it at all right now? That's not the question. The question is, what does the regular season conference championship mean to BYU? What does it mean? I know it's not the biggest deal for BYU baseball, but I think it does carry significance because guess what? If you win your regular season title, you have a good shot to get an at-large spot in the NCAA tournament if you don't win your auto bid. You got a better shot, right? If you're the solo team in there, I I feel like that weighs more than, than the try. The thing is that it was try. The fact that it's try lessens the value. There's a reason that BYU... It's cool, but it lessens the value the best RPI of any team in the West Coast Conference, okay? They have and, a better overall record. That makes and sense. part of that factors into starting hot and finishing 
as conference champions for the first time in 15 years. It's a signifier of a good season. Yeah, absolutely. I don't disagree with any of that. So that at least that's what it means to me. You've heard the numbers we just put out. Okay, two conference tournament titles in 22 years. That gets the auto bid. Part of it is expectation too. The the expectation wasn't to win the the championship. According to the coaches in the West Coast Conference, it was to finish sixth. Yeah. Mike Littlewood told us that he felt like this was a regional team at the beginning of the year. Coming up, we'll talk to Mike about it. They're on the fringe of that, but they still it, it feels like they still have a little bit of work to do. It's hard to be the best in the conference. Ask BYU men's basketball. Uh, yeah, that's the one that pops the most. That, and, and because BYU hasn't won the regular season since Jimmer Fredette, right, and zero times in the West Coast Conference, that regular, now, now that regular season uh, championship would weigh more than the one in baseball to me because it feels like BYU, if they, if they beat Gonzaga for the league title, would be in at-large in all likelihood. Like, like you'd feel really confident. And we don't have baseball bracketology to the same degree. You know what I'm saying? We shall see. Mike Littlewood joins us next to discuss that very topic of how comfortable he is. And we play hashtag this. BYU and Gonzaga matching up in the West Coast Conference Tournament. Here we go again. Mike brought the glasses today. BYU Sports Nation presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Simulcast on BYU Radio and BYU TV. The conversation happening right now on Twitter. Follow at BYU Sports Nation. Use the hashtag BYUSN. Coming up Thursday night, 10 Eastern time on BYU Radio. You can watch it on the W.TV as well. Baseball takes on Gonzaga. BYU ended up the two seed. Gonzaga the three seed. BYU did take two of three in the regular season in Provo. Check it out. Bulldogs and Cougars live from Stockton, California, home of the Stockton Ports, minor league baseball team affiliated with the Athletics. By the way, Jacob Brugman, former BYU baseball player, moved up from Double A to Triple A. Uh, How about that? Uh, over the weekend, and he had an RBI single in each of his first two uh, games with the so Nashville Sounds, I yeah. believe. Because that makes sense to have your Triple A team in Tennessee when you're in the Oakland A's. Hey, who cares, <laughs> man? Who cares? <laughs> we got airplanes, right? If he gets called up, he can't make the game that day. <laughs> My Mariners, their minor league team, is 20 minutes away. Tacoma. They could take Uber to the game. Aren't they the Rainiers? Yes, the Rainiers, which is, yeah, Mount Rainier. (laughs) What does a regular season conference championship mean to BYU fans? Of course, BYU baseball just wrapped up a share of the WCC title for the first time since joining the conference and first conference championship in 15 years. At VAR underscore Black says, I think it is awesome. I feel like sometimes as fans we focus too much on our expectations, not on what has been accomplished. Interesting point. Joining us now to discuss what has been accomplished is the head baseball coach at BYU and NCAA basketball referee <laughs> alumnus, Mike Littlewood. Coach, welcome back to Studio B. Thanks, guys. Great to be here. Cha- championship. Yeah, congratulations. Let's congratulations. Yeah. That's very cool. Very cool. Thank you. I know that you have some of your refereeing buddies in town to hassle the umpires. They, yeah. They, they were loud. I mean, are you going to take them to Stockton to, uh, to help set the mood? It would be nice. That. They hassle the umpires after they hassled me in the office <laughs> for two and a half days. So I was, it was, at the end, I was almost like, hey, don't let the door hit you, you know. <laughs> but, you know, man, the refereeing, that, that's, it's, it's so unique, that camaraderie you de- develop with those guys. Because there are three guys on the court, and you've got 20,000 people that absolutely hate you. Well, 10,000 like you every, every other whistle, you know. But you're out there, and I, I've gone through a lot of lot of stuff with those guys, and and uh, great guys to come take a take a couple of days away from their families to come and just watch games and golf and spend some time with us. So it's it's pretty cool. 
What was the weekend like for you? Because Friday you get the walk-off. Saturday you sweep on ESPNU. Very cool. And then you're watching San Diego beat Gonzaga. And then you're watching St. Mary's. So it was, the, it was this long, fun, I imagine, weekend. It was special. Yeah, it was a special, uh, special week for us. Um, and we were talking before, you know, there was one scenario that we wouldn't get in. And that was if we got swept, if uh, USD sweeps Gonzaga and Pepperdine loses two out of three. And as a head coach, I mean, you know, and you hit it, Jeremy. You don't look at any other aspect of your life this way, but I'm, I'm doomsday with that stuff. <laughs> I look at the most negative po- possible thing that could happen. Like, we could get swept. USD could sweep, and we're going to be out. And, and so the anxiety level just goes up, up, up. Uh, but we got it done. We got it done Thursday night. It turns out that Gonzaga did win. And, uh, but I'm, I'm super proud of our guys. I mean, just 15 or 16 comeback wins this year. It's just that's a special team. You just That doesn't happen all the time. And Man, my hat's off to those guys, especially Eric Urey and Hayden Nielsen, who have led this team on the field, and and probably more importantly, off the field. A walk-off win on Friday night, and if and I made the point earlier, if you don't win that game, you're not tri-champions of the West Coast Conference. We're not tri-champions, and our RPI probably drops. And uh, your seating in the tournament is not as good. Seating in the tournament, yeah. I mean, you don't. We, I've talked about this a lot. I mean, we got 37 wins this year. But it feels like every single time we go on the field, it's a must-win. And I don't know if that's just me, but I, I think that's the truth. I mean, with our RPI riding right, right along there, we're not an automatic uh, just, hey, BYU's in no matter what. I think Gonzaga might be in that situation, but I don't think we are. I feel like we probably have to get to the championship game. Um, if Pepperdine or St. Mary's wins the, the West Coast Conference tournament, then uh, that puts a little bit more pressure on us because – Gonzaga and, and, and us have the two highest RPIs. And so if you, if you get another team that wins a tournament and gets that auto bid, you know, so there's a lot of stuff that goes in. So it is. It, the next game is the most important game, and it's just felt like that for, for 52 games that we played this year. Our Twitter question today is this. What does a regular season conference championship mean to BYU fans? What does it mean to you? Uh, it means a lot. I mean, hopefully um, people think it's special because it sure is a whole lot of work. Um, there's, this is a good league. I mean, there's not Portland's had a tough year, but we saw Santa Clara just the other week, who or just last week, who uh, finished second to last in in the league. But they're competitive. I mean, they're they're a, a decent team. They pitch it really well. They're the white kid that the day two starter was like 96, 97 in the first couple innings. I mean, top five in the un- NCAA in strikeouts. Unbelievable. Um, the the type of the type of teams we're facing. So it takes a lot of work, and people don't understand. Some some may, but. We've been out here for, since September 8th, every single day, in the weight room, on the field, working, working hard to try to accomplish these goals. And, uh, you know, it's, it's kind of nice to see, but it's only a check mark. You know, it's only a check mark on the way to our, our I guess, our ultimate goal is getting, getting to a regional. And, man, we're so close. It's, uh, you know, that, again, takes the anxiety level just up a little bit more. I, last year, my, our first year here, it was great to be in the tournament. Hey, you know, let's go. Let's try to win a game. It feels different this year. It feels like this is a tournament we can win, and we should win if if we have a couple pitchers step up. Speaking of pitchers and stepping up, you have Mike Rucker going on Thursday night head to head with his former team Gonzaga. And from what I could tell, and conversations that I've had with some of your players, and just from me looking at at the paperwork and how how the matchups happen. The Gonzaga matchup in the first round is good because if you can get by the Zags like you did in game one of the series earlier this year, you avoid the day one starters of St. Mary's and Pepperdine potentially in the second game. So it would appear, I don't know, at least numbers-wise, that that's a, it's a good seeding for BYU. 
Yeah, no, I, I think it is. I mean, I think the two best pitchers in the league as far as stuff goes, you know, potential big leaguers, are Burns for St. Mary's and Puckett for Pepperdine. I mean, these guys are mid, mid to upper 90s with three pitches for strikes. They're strikeout guys. Uh, we're going to see a good pitcher as well. I mean, Bailey's one of the best pitchers on the West Coast, um, and we'll see him on Thursday night. He's, he's 92, 93 with a tremendous changeup, which is in, in baseball, that's kind of the equalizer. If you can throw a changeup, you can beat anybody. Then, the, you know, the, the other thing, too, about it is if you face Gonzaga day two, they throw a kid named Eli Morgan out, out at you. He's got a 1-1-4 uh, ERA, so he's given up 1.1 runs per nine innings. And he's only 8-0 in, in league play. So um, it, Gonzaga is a really good team. Probably, probably in my mind, the best offensive team, one through nine. Um, they have a lot of pitching depth. And so it's not going to be easy. Don't get me wrong. But um, I, would, I would probably not choose to, to face Puckett uh, of Pepperdine. He's pretty electric. He's given up three earned runs the entire, um, the entire league play. Oh my goodness! And a point four zero ERA. He's given up a half a run per nine innings. Those three run, earned runs were against us, uh, and he hasn't given up any others. Wow, that's silly. Wow, it's, it's silly. Yeah. That is wild. So yeah, Thursday night, uh, seven Pacific, ten Eastern, there in Stockton on BYU Radio. Uh, the matchup with Gonzaga. You know, you have Mike Recker. After that is kind of the question mark, mm-hmm. especially in this tournament style where you're going double elimination. You want to go all out. Uh, what, what are you thinking for game two at this point? Well, I think it really kind of depends on uh, whether Keaton Senatiempo throws uh, Thursday night or not or how much he throws. I mean, I think he's probably established himself as maybe a day two starter for us in a tournament setting like this. You know, we've got guys with, with great stuff. Riley Gates has great stuff. Uh, maybe he has to get out of his own way a little bit uh, mentally. Connor Williams the same way. Uh, they had rough outings. There's, there's, Riley threw one inning uh, on Friday, and Connor came out and threw an inning and a third, which really put our, put our staff and, and our guys stepped up. I mean, Mason Marshall stepped up, Easton Walker stepped up, Bo Burrup stepped up, and, and Senna Tampo stepped up and got us that sweep. Uh, you know, it, it's, uh, when you're playing the top four teams and the three teams in the league, it's, it's going to be pretty tough to do if, if we don't get good starting pitching. BYU baseball coach Mike Littlewood with us in Studio B on BYU Sports Nation recapping a sweep of the weekend to win a share of the West Coast Conference Championship in the regular season and now previewing the WCC tournament, which starts in Stockton, California on Thursday. What does your team have to do this year for all of you, coaches and players, to feel like, yeah, this season was an overall success? Well, t- to be honest with you, I feel like we've had a great season, and, and uh, if we go lose two games, that, that's always going to be. You, know, you end the season like that when you know you shouldn't um, finish like that. It, it would be a disappointment, but you, there's no way you could look back on the season and say it was a disappointment no matter what from here on. So we feel good about it, um, but you always want to win your last game. And, and at the college level in 20 years, 22 years, I've only won my last game one time Ooh. You know, in 2004. And that's a national championship. So that's the thing about athletics. It's just like you you have to keep going forward. But I I look at this season as a success right now. Have we met all of our goals? No. But we've checked off a few of them. um, And we understand what it's going to take to get to the next level. What was it like to uh, have that final game for your two seniors, with Hayden Nielsen and Eric Urey? Uh, bittersweet, uh, really. Hayden's been with me from the start. He was uh, Vance Vance Law's group uh, um, recruited him, and and fortunately he was um, came from Spanish Fork. And fortunately he was a guy that we could re- really rely on. Started every single game at shortstop. Rarely, I think I pulled him out of one game 
and that was at UNLV, um, and he can talk a little bit more about why I did that, <laughs> was him and Brennan Anderson. They didn't quite show up to play that day, but he cl- something clicked in his mind. He's like, I need to be, I need to be better and, and just a main cog in this team. And Eric Uri got three years for us after, after transferring. And like I said uh, when, when you were showing the video, I, I just really feel like those guys, they're, they're really good players, and they've done great on the field. But the way they've led the younger guys, have mentored the younger guys, has just meant – it's meant the difference the culture before I think may have been when you're a senior you just uh you'd be a senior and let everybody else go right now our seniors and juniors are embracing the young guys and it's really really important on a team we've got some nice hardware uh up on the uh set here a Mountain Pacific Sports Federation men's volleyball regular season championship that's the tournament title yeah oh that's the tournament championship that's, that's tournament. right yeah. that's really cool so yeah, um doesn't care about that. <laughs> with, with trophies in mind <laughs> When do you get your West Coast Conference trophy? I have no idea. <laughs> and, and I haven't even thought about it until you guys just asked me. I don't know. It's going to be, you know, when you get something like that, it's real, you can look at it and say that, think about all the work you put in. But um, I, I think as coaches, we don't really look at anything like that. We, we really don't. Um, the, the trophies are awesome, but to be able to say you won your last game, that's, that's pretty special. You win the regular season. You obviously want to win the tournament. Heaven forbid you're in a situation where you have to wait to see if you get in the NCAA tournament and it comes down to the committee. But where do you feel like you have to be? Where, where, where will you feel comfortable in the RPI and all that uh, on Selection Monday if you don't win the tournament? If, if we are playing Gonzaga in the championship game, I feel like we're going to get in. I feel like that's, that's the perfect scenario. Um, obviously perfect, I guess, would be us winning. But if, we're, if, if it's us and Gonzaga, then I think we have a really good chance. If, it's, if we don't get to the championship game, then I'm going to keep my fingers crossed and just hope that somebody sees that we, we try to put together a RPI-friendly schedule, challenge ourselves, go on the road early, won the games we, that were on our schedule, and realize how good our league is this year. Our league is really good this year. It's, it's be- the best I've seen parity-wise in four years um, with our starting pitching and the depth of the position players uh, in, in all ten teams. And so, you know, I, I, But for me, I feel like we're okay if we get to the championship game. Is the key to the whole tournament game one? It seems like if, if you can win initially, you're in business. Yeah, it is. I mean, if you, if you lose game one, you come back the next day at noon, so you get off the field, especially for us, we're playing at 7 o'clock Pacific time. We get off the field like we did last year at like 11.30, and we showed back up at the field at 9 o'clock for, for a noon game. And we played well, but it's a, it's a weird feeling. And then if you win that, you, you get to play another one that day. And then if you win that, you get to play two more the next day to win it. So it's a tough road. That Game one is really, really important. Is there any chance that Mike Rucker throws any pitches on any other day besides Thursday in the West Coast Conference Tournament? The only way that would happen is if uh, he threw one pitch or ten pitches and we had a rain delay, they canceled the game, and then he could come back. But once he warms up and once he throws you know, 50 pitches, then, then he's done. We, I, wouldn't, I would never bring Mike back on short rest uh, in a situation like that to try to win, to try to win a game. We would... We would just rely on the guys who have done it all year to try to step up that are, that are bullpen guys. Coach, congratulations again on the West Coast Conference regular season championship, sharing it with St. Mary's and Gonzaga and some BYU Sports Nation karma delivered to you now for the approaching WCC tournament in Stockton, California. Good luck, man. Thanks, and, and thanks to you guys. Uh, you've been great all year, and this is an awesome venue, and, and uh, let's keep it rolling. Absolutely. Let's go, man. Lock your doors. <laughs> <laughs> what does a regular season championship mean to BYU fans? 
Sound off on our Twitter question at GMRVRocks. One says, have to start somewhere. First time in a long time. Ask the players and coaches when they're sporting championship rings. Up next, hashtag this. Another potential BYU Olympian in Rio? Welcome back, sports friends. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan in Radio Vision Live on BYU Radio. Simulcast on BYU TV. Presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. How do you like them apples? I love apples, especially green apples. Hey, there is, uh, speaking of, nice transition, an Apple TV app for BYU TV. Check it out. Fourth generation only. I don't even know what that means, but it's on our graphic. (laughs) You can download it in the App Store now. Fourth generation only. Yeah. Hey, look, it's a picture of us, too. That's cool. There are four generations of Apple TV. Hey, Spencer, we're on TV. That's really cool. (laughs) Wow. Is this like, always, is this like Inception that. version of BYU Sports Station? I've always wanted to be on television. <laughs> Let's refresh today's BYUSN headlines. The baseball team swept Santa Clara over the weekend to become regular season tri-champions of the WCC with Gonzaga and St. Mary's. We just talked to Mike Littlewood about what that means to his team and why there are bigger fish to fry moving forward for a team that's had a great season. The Batcats play Gonzaga in the opening round of the West Coast Conference Tournament on Thursday, 10 Eastern. You can listen live on BYU Radio. Isn't it interesting that the big three are the tri-champs as well, the men's basketball crew? Yes. You know what I'm saying? How about that? I believe that Gonzaga is LeBron. I believe BYU is Dwayne Wade and St. Mary's is Chris Bosh. Okay? That's how I feel about it. I, would, I wouldn't mind being D. Wade. Yeah, D-Wade's pretty good, right? <laughs> I'd rather be LeBron, but D-Wade's a nice second. BYU golfer Kendra Dalton advanced to singles play at the NCAA Championships in Eugene, Oregon today. She tees off 3 Eastern. BYU finished 24th as a team. Congratulations to the ladies and head coach Kerry Roberts. BYU softball beat Louisville 6-4 to over the weekend. Louisville! But then lost to Nebraska 2 to nothing, ending their season at the Columbia Regional in the NCAA Tournament. Great season for the 8 time consecutive conference champion BYU women's softball team. For the Lakers. Yes. Brendan Sander and Jake Langlois are in the Pan Am Cup in Mexico City with Team USA men's volleyball. Neither played in a win over Chile on Saturday. The U.S. plays the Dominican Republic today, 5 Eastern. (sighs) Okay. There's only one more thing we need to do before we play hashtag this. That's it. Hit it! Countdown to the Wildcats. 103. Close to a hundy. Close to a Benjamin. Well, you actually did it today. A Benjamin Bagley. So I, I feel like you're getting yeah, I, more on yeah, board. Sure. You go through waves, man. <sighs> Pepperdine waves. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, we're close to 100, which is nice. Um, but we're close to the dog days. Here's how I know we're close to the dog days. I started looking up soccer games I'm going to watch this summer. That's how I know. Because I only really get into soccer during the summer. What soccer games are you going to watch Copa, this summer? Copa America. <laughs> the U.S. plays next Friday, okay? Brazil, it's in the U.S. The U.S. is hosting it. And the Euro Cup is uh, the middle of June now, to Euro, July. That's Euro awesome. 2016 yeah. is fantastic. I would watch that whenever it happened When I was on year. my two-year LDS mission trip in Brazil, that was a big deal. I was like, why is this a big deal? It's in Brazil. It's a big deal to the world. Yeah. It matters. It's World Cup light. It's Yes. Yeah, I'm, I like soccer. I just get into it more during the summer. Along with Mariners baseball. Because I need, co- yeah, exactly. Okay, I in, need July, in July, what is greater? Uh, Euro 2016 World Soccer Tournament or Mariners baseball? Mariners baseball, yeah. Okay, yeah. I was worried about you for a second. I was hoping you would say Mariners baseball. AL West leader by a game and a half right now. <laughs> it's early. Let's play hashtag this. 
BYU Sports Nation says, hashtag this. Here's how it works. The voice, Ben Bagley, will throw out a scenario, a statement, something in verbal awesomeness. He'll say something. He will say words. He'll say words in English. And we will apply a hashtag to match those words. Number one. Hashtag this. The Batcats win a share of the WCC Tri Championship. Hashtag big deal. <laughs> not nice. That's not the game. <laughs> you go ahead. Hashtag first since the doke. It's been a long time. It's been a long time since the BYU baseball team won a regular season conference championship. So that is cool. Is it devalued because they shared it with two other teams? A little bit, right? But it's nice that they won that because you want to be a champion. That's the point of playing the game. There are other championships to win. But that, as Mike Littlewood just told us, is a check mark. Hashtag, it's been a long time. Jerem Jordan was still getting off, as Brian Logan says, the yellow school bus the I last say, time BYU baseball won a conference championship. I was a junior in high school. Right? It doesn't happen very often. So, yeah, this is a hashtag big deal as okay. I'm combining segments you, you two in there. Come, Come on. on. You know what I'm doing. Come on. This isn't Costco. <laughs> you can't get double the Yes, we can. Amount. Yes, we can. Do what we want. Number two. Hashtag Spencer must be confused. <laughs> Hashtag this, BYU versus Gonzaga in the WCC tournament. Hashtag take down Sabonis and Wiltshire. Do it. Because BYU has struggled against Gonzaga in basketball. It'd be nice to get him in something. BYU's been doing that in other sports. But now in baseball, in May, take down Gonzaga for the championship. That would be awesome. So it's game one. I imagine they might play another game in the tournament. Hashtag the grass is greener on the other side. <laughs> Those being the words of BYU pitcher Mike Rucker, who transferred from Gonzaga, and he will start on Thursday against their ace, Mr. Bailey. So another chance for Mike Rucker to best his former team and help BYU take one huge step towards an NCAA regional berth. Take that, Thurl. Number three. Hashtag this, Kyle Collinsworth works out for those pesky Minnesota Timberwolves. Hashtag get some buckets. I hope that's, that's the goal for Kyle Collinsworth. I hope that he shows well, gets on the radar of somebody so that he has a shot somewhere. I don't see Kyle Collinsworth in the National Basketball Association, but that would be an amazing story if he did indeed make it. Hashtag first of many. I believe this is due diligence by all NBA teams to work out a bunch of guys to see who they like. Sure. It's good for Kyle to be involved in those camps because it means that he's got some serious talent, but will it translate into him playing in the NBA? I mean, I think he's least, really going to have to impress some people. At least rent some rollerblades and go around the Mall of America like the Mighty Ducks. I think at a minimum, <laughs> that should be the goal for Kyle Collinsworth. Yeah, this is, this is, yeah, this is an opportunity for him to go out and try and earn some bucks, whether it be in the NBA or furthering his career somewhere else. Absolutely. Number four. Hashtag this. Rena Chesser, a BYU alum, qualifies for the Olympic trials in the steeplechase. Hashtag mom of four getting it done. This is an amazing story. She has four kids, and she just qualified for the Olympic tr- trials in the steeplechase. How does she have time for this? That is unbelievable that she could manage that, and now qualifies for the Olympic trials. Will she make the Olympics? We'll see. Good luck. But that is, that is awesome. Hashtag just avoid doing what that one BYU athlete did in the steeplechase. <laughs> yeah, that was a viral moment, right? Yeah. There have been too many. Vi- okay, listen. There have been a lot of viral moments at 
recently at the track. We talked about one last week where a javelin, like seven or eight years ago, went through a uh, camera guy's like leg. Yes. <laughs> Calf. He's okay. Don't worry. And then there was that, uh, yeah, the steeplechase uh, incident. She's she fine, by fell. the way. I'm trying. Everyone's to re- fine. Emotionally, we have no idea. I'm trying to remember but physically. Her name yes, right everything's now. cool. <laughs> just, just don't do that. I can't remember. It's totally a yeah. super mom, though. That's amazing. That is. That is. That's a great hashtag. Super mom. Yeah. Holy cow! Number five. Hashtag this. Angry Birds out Civil War as the number one in the box office this Has- weekend. Hashtag it's week three for <gasps> Civil War. I don't see why this is a big deal. Why are you? You want to create a civil birds? war? In Why here? are you anti Angry Birds? <laughs> because the, they're, the name of it's angry. I feel like that's appropriate to get riled up associated with. You still won't see it, even though it supplanted civil war. I have not said war. I won't see it. I asked you last week if you would even I rent it I on Red or Redbox, and you didn't even say yes to that. I probably. Won't. I don't appreciate it. <laughs> I don't. I haven't played Angry Birds since like '09. You don't need to play Angry Birds to appreciate the Angry Birds movie. Listen, I want to. If I'm going to go, I want to like be familiar with the characters and be like, "Oh, that's funny because that little pig is funny in the game or whatever." <laughs> see how silly this sounds when you say it out loud. Play Star Wars Angry Birds, Jeremy. I guarantee you'll want to see that movie. Is it free? Or do yes, I have to pay? it's free. It's free. Okay, I'll buy it. Or that's they how have cheap promotions. There are times that it's free. Okay, at the most ninety nine cents. I'll let you play it on my phone. I bought it. I would rather I have, have it. You can play it for free on my phone. I would rather have five chicken nuggets than Angry Birds. Hashtag Jerem is a or downer my, on Angry Birds. Airhorn. Airhorn <laughs> Up next, high jumper Aaron Merkley joins us. She has a respected flop in sports. BYU Sports Station presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan live from the studio Bizzle on a Monday. Remember, if you miss an episode of BYUSN Live, the rebroadcast airs weeknights on BYU TV starting promptly at 6 p.m. Eastern. This Thursday night, 10 Eastern time in the West Coast Conference Baseball Tournament, Eric Mika and the Batcats take on DeMontis Sabonis and the Bulldogs. <laughs> 10 Eastern time on BYU Radio. You can watch it on the W.TV. You're still really uh, upset about that whole basketball scenario, aren't you? (laughs) Hashtag. (laughs) What does a regular season conference championship mean to BYU fans? BYU baseball just wrapped that up. They shared it with Gonzaga and St. Mary's. But first time in 15 years, what do you think? At He-Man underscore Hyde says, especially for BYU baseball, who is due, it is, in the words of Donald Trump, huge. Wait, was Huge. it Trump or was it Sanders? Huge. Was it Trump or Sanders? Uh, isn't it? It was Trump? It's Trump, right? Oh, okay, my bad. Is that Bernie Sanders too? <laughs> I don't know. We need to get Kyle Davis of the basketball team on in here, our political correspondent to... Uh... I don't know. I'm riding in my presidential vote anyway, so it's all good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to divulge that information over the mic? Later, yeah. <laughs> Now's not the time. Nor, nor the show. Uh, actually, it's not it's, a political it's show. It's Sean Olmstead, right? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, Sean Olmstead. Mustachioed Sean Olmstead. Joining us now in Studio B is someone here to sort out the uh, little bit of, uh, I don't know, confusion we had with our track and field athlete and yeah, the who, steeplechase yeah, reference of hashtag this. It's Katie Andrews 
uh, who is in Studio B, high jumper extraordinaire. Welcome to Studio B, Katie. Oh, it's Aaron. I mean, Aaron Merkley. <laughs> Katie <laughs> Andrews yeah. is the name of the girl that went over the steeplechase. Yes. Okay, yeah. but she's got a new last name, right? Yeah, it's Katie Neves now. Is she still competing? No, no. She's a mom now. She's so. not super Full- mom. She's yeah. not. Okay, yeah. so yeah. she's full time. I can't believe I just let's called you Katie Let's make this interview Andrews. about Aaron. Yeah, yeah let's make it about okay. Aaron Merkley. Aaron Merkley. <laughs> who just jumped 5'10 and a half and you're 5'7". Yeah. Yeah, it was a blast. I mean, I never expected it. It was a big PR for me on my last home meet. So, what was your previous personal best? Uh, my previous best was five nine. And you so. went an inch and a half taller. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. What what happened? Um, I think just partly pride, just having that last home meet and the last chance to get myself as high as possible in the rankings and. When you've got a good group of teammates there cheering and your coach is excited for you, you just kind of go for it. When the name of the meet is the last chance meet, that kind of helps too, right? <laughs> it does. Which it is not really a gathering does. of singles trying to get married. It is a track no. and field competition. <laughs> yeah, okay. I mean, you got to lay it all at the line right then and there. What kind of reception did you have? I mean, you talk about your your friends and your teammates <laughs> cheering. Like, How many people were watching you jump? Um, I mean, I can't say for sure because a lot of them were competing at the same time. But, I mean, I had all of the high jumpers there. I had some of my old teammates there. So it was just exciting. And it was a solid group for being a last chance meet. How high do you have to jump to advance further on in this specific event? Um, I know that it's more about if you clear the bar cleanly. So at like the championship or regionals this week, the main goal is to clear three bars cleanly. And that could take me on to nationals Um, because a lot of people under the pressure kind of cave and miss the bar, kind of no height. And that eliminates a lot of people. So do you feel pressure? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. This is the closest I've ever been to nationals before. And so of course I feel that pressure, but at the same time, this is my last season. So there's nothing to lose. Now, let's talk about this because this is interesting. You're from Olathe? Yeah. Is that how you say it? Olathe, Kansas. Okay, welcome, Jeremy. Spencer knew how to say that because there's an Olathe, Colorado. And and the West preliminaries are in Lawrence, Kansas. How about that? How far away is that from your house? It's about... 25 30 minutes my brother actually goes to KU now so I have a I am so excited I have a big group that should show up and like my high school friends still go there so I'm excited walk us through the mentality and the thought process before you attempt a jump so like the 30 seconds before you start that approach and what's going through your mind Um, I definitely focus in on my cues. I tend to get a little excited, so I have to calm myself down. I'm definitely the person who's joking around and dancing and laughing in the side. But as soon as I get to my mark, that's when I kind of zero in. I look at my, I have certain things that I look at, like cues where my eyes should be. So I start zeroing in on that cue. And then I really, really think about my, like my cue of my shoulder, my turn, and then patient. I'm very impatient off the ground so I tend to get really excited so I really have to think all the way up like jump all the way up otherwise I cut myself short and go over 
Does everyone have to do the Fosbury flop now? Like, have you, have you ever <laughs> thought about doing it old school or a different way? Um, actually, in the Caribbean, they still tend to just scissor it because they don't have any pads. They scissor kick the pole. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> it depends on the pads. That yeah. makes sense. So uh, our coaches went last year to the Caribbean to recruit, and they watched a girl scissor 5-6 because she Whoa. didn't have pads <laughs> at practice. So she didn't wow. know how to flop. So, yeah, people are still doing it. Interesting. <laughs> Aaron Merkley of BYU Track and Field with us on BYU Sports Nation. How do you get into that? Because I, when I was younger, I would like, oh, I'll just jump onto the trampoline <laughs> that way, right? How would you get in, in the high, involved in the high jump? Um, it was kind of random. I loved doing track, and I had done a bunch of different sports. And I was out at practice one day at junior high, and I watched some kid do it and said, I can do that too. And he <laughs> told me I couldn't, so I randomly just tried. So you just, I don't know, I guess it was partly natural, part of a dare. Do you think that kid will be at the uh, NCAA West preliminaries in Lawrence? <laughs> hey, <laughs> you're the motivation. You're the reason I'm doing this. Yeah. I wish. I don't I have no idea where he is nowadays, <laughs> so I guess I should thank him. <laughs> Joining us now in Studio B is Erin Merkley of BYU Track and Field. She just qualified for regionals in the high jump, clearing 5'10.5". That is a new personal record by an inch and a half. Holy cow. Okay, uh, we heard a story earlier this morning from uh, uh, our producer, Ben Bagley, that he had a friend who missed the mat uh, in in the high jump. Have you ever missed the mat? Um, I think in high school I got close. I've hit the standards, but I've never missed the mat. So, <laughs> how do you miss the mat? That's what I want. How, how does that happen? I really, you know, he must have been just going really fast. I can't. I don't know. But listen, in track, you need to be careful. Javelins and hammers are flying. Uh, you could hit the steeplechase. Yeah, uh, it's a know, dangerous hurdle. sport. You, you got to be careful. Yeah. What What will it take for you to have uh, success at the NCAA West Regional? And what would be a success for you? Um. I'd say this whole season has been successful. I couldn't have asked for anything more than what my season has produced. I have had great strides and PRs, and, I mean, that's how you want to end your last season. So I would consider this a success already. Of course, I want to go to nationals. That's always the goal. Um, I I couldn't ask for anything else. So I'm going to get a javelin to my calf for calling you <laughs> Katie Andrews. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, ne- I'm never going to hear it's, the end of that. It's okay. It's just left over. Never elements. going to hear the end of that. Oh, we shouldn't have been talking about Katie, right? You know, she's a superstar, so I can't blame you. It's true. I- well, and she did post that video of herself tripping over the thing of the the gate, the barrier, whatever you want to call it, in the steeplechase what by is, herself. What is it? Hurdle? The steeple. The, that is what they're chasing. It's the steeple. <laughs> Why is it called steeple hurdle? I don't know. I don't know. Aaron, we need you to sign our stretch wide flag, and uh, we're going to give you some BYU Sports Nation karma to go and compete well. All right. Thank you guys for having me. Last question. One word answer. Are you a better high jumper than Lexi Reidolch? Probably not. Okay. That was two words, but thank you. Go ahead. (laughs) Maybe. I think that's where we're going for, right? Maybe. Yeah, maybe. (laughs) Is Lexi in the NCAA West preliminaries? I don't don't see her there. Holy cow. What does a regular season conference championship mean to BYU fans? BYU baseball just did that. Coming up, a job promotion for a BYU baseball star and Kyle Collinsworth working out in the NBA. This is BYU Sports Nation. Lexi, you know I love you. BYU Sports Nation presented in part by DexterLaw.com. Help when you need it most. Let us whip it. Okay. It's 
time for the Cougar Whip Around Baseball. It's the WCC Tri-Champs after sweeping Santa Clara over the weekend. Congrats. They're the two-seed in the West Coast Conference Tournament. They play Gonzaga Thursday night in the opening round of the West Coast Conference Tournament at 10 Eastern time on BYU Radio. Golf. BYU golfer Kendra Dalton advanced to singles play at the NCAA Championships in Eugene, Oregon. Today she will tee off at 3 Eastern. BYU finished 24th as a team. Well done. Softball. Cougars beat Louisville 6-4 over the weekend, but lost to Nebraska 2-0 in their season at the Columbia Regional. Volleyball. Thanks for that, Ty Detmer. Brendan Sander <laughs> and Jake Langlois are participating in the Pan Am Cup with USA Volleyball. Neither played in a win over Chile on Saturday. USA Ooh. faces the Chile. You're welcome, Tanner Mangum. USA faces the <laughs> Dominican Republic yeah, today at 5 p.m. Eastern. Women's volleyball, by the way. The signing class ranked 11th best in the country. That's the highest signing class they've ever enjoyed. Cougars in the minors. Jacob Bregman moved up to the AAA Nashville Sounds and had an RBI in each of his first two games over the weekend. Nicely done. Jacob Hanneman had an RBI single for the Tennessee Schmokies. And Adam Miller pitched two scoreless innings in relief for the Mobile Bay Bears. Soccer. The men's team beat the Burlingame Dragons 2-1 to one on Saturday. Dragons! They host San Francisco City FC on Thursday at 9 Eastern. Men's basketball. Kyle Collinsworth, not Collingsworth, will be doing a pre-draft workout today with the Minnesota Timberwolves. Good luck. Cougars overseas. Ooh, that's kind of a new one, isn't it? Kalani Purcell had 16 points, 13 rebounds, and 5 assists as the Tall Ferns of New Zealand's national team beat Montenegro 79-76 in international play. Track and field. Men and women's track and field at BYU combined for the eighth most preliminary qualifiers for the NCAA regionals. Congratulations. Alumna Rena Chesser qualified for the Olympic trials in the steeplechase as a 33-year-old mother of four. Well done. I still can't believe I called Aaron Merkley Katie Andrews. It's okay. Get over it. I am not going to get over that for a very long time. You should do what I did. Just when you mess up, you just lay. I just lay down in our office. I turn, turn off, off the, the lights. lights for like five minutes and I just sulk. That's happened one time. Oh, no, it's all good, man. It's live television. We're going to say Listen, dumb stuff. What? We've never said anything to what? what are you talking about? This is the 721st show. It's bound to happen. Today's Rise and Shout brought to you by Dexter and Dexter Help. When you need it most, DexterLaw.com. We're giving it to the Batcats of BYU baseball. Yeah! 15 years in the making a conference championship. Our Twitter question today, what does that regular season conference championship mean to BYU fans across any sport? Our elite tweet of the day from at SA underscore BYU fan. That means we will be better than Oklahoma, Texas, TCU, Baylor, Oh, wait. Can't mention this around Jerem Jordan. Yeah, get out of here. Yeah. Get out of here. Hey, thanks to Mike Littlewood, Aaron Merkley, not Katie Andrews, and everyone on our crew. Show on demand, BYUSN.com. Download the podcast on iTunes. Check it out on Apple TV. For Jerem, I'm Spencer. Shout out to Justin Sua and Katie Andrews. We're back to work at noon Eastern. Justin has a kid named Jerem.